is here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Breaking news, Bill Malusian, Fox News, on a Friday night dump, that's why we're here, we're the cleanup hitter and we catch this stuff, Friday night news, dump, the Border Patrol officially reports 302,034 migrant encounters in December alone, the highest month ever recorded. The Border Patrol also reports Border Patrol arrested 19 people on the FBI terror watch list in December. 19. Bringing the total to 50 arrests. 50 arrests for fiscal 2024 alone from the terrorist watch list. Are you hearing me? They dropped this tonight. Meanwhile, what's happening with our border? Oh, my God, the rhinos and the Democrats and their media are in full, full cover-up mode. First of all, somebody put out a statement tonight on behalf of Joe Biden. Statement from the president, Joe Biden, on the bipartisan Senate border security negotiations. Listen to the language. Border security negotiations. For too long, we all know the border's been broken It's long past time to fix it. You believe this pig? You believe how this guy lies? That's why two months ago I instructed my team to begin negotiations with a bipartisan group of senators to seriously and finally address the border crisis. So now Joe Biden in three sentences has jumped the parade. He's now leading the parade to secure the border. It was his idea. It was his idea to convene negotiations to secure the border, America. This is the arsonist who burns down everything, shows up at the scene, and then offers the help. Let's be clear, he says, which he never is. What's been negotiated would, if passed into law, be the toughest and fairest set of reforms to secure the border we've ever had in our country. Liar, liar. Hospital gown on fire, 
It would give me as president a new emergency authority to shut down the border when it becomes overwhelmed. Listen to this. And if that, given that authority, I would use it the day I sign the bill into law. Now Joe Biden is going to secure the border. Because America is awake to what he's done. America has turned on Joe Biden. Democrat, Republican, Independent, Black, White, Yellow, Red, Brown, Inner City, Rural, Northern Border, Southern Border, Interior of the State of the country. The whole country has had enough of this and is turning on Joe Biden. And now Joe Biden is the savior. They won't give me the power I need. I'm ready to shut the border down on a moment's notice. I'll do it tomorrow. Just give me the law. Further, Congress needs to finally provide the funding I requested in October to secure the border. Now, this is for all the adults, low IQ, media, same thing, where he wants you to believe that the money that he would get, like they don't have enough money, the money he would get for the border would actually go maybe to a wall or people to stand there and stop the enemy from coming in. That's not what it's for. It's for more desks, more rubber stamps, more forms to keep stamping people through who are not vetted. That's what it's for. Now he says this includes an additional 1,300 Border Patrol agents. Hold on a second. That's a 2,000 mile, give or take, border down there. 1,300 more border agents. That won't do crap. Plus, as men and women who have led the Border Patrol have said over and over again, you could put 100 million Border Patrol agents down there if they're told to stand down, if they're not told to deport people on site. It won't matter. It won't matter. He's got 1,600 new asylum officers. What's their job? Stamp, 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 stamp. He says we need 100 cutting-edge inspection machines. We have over 300,000 illegal aliens going over our border every month, and he wants 100 cutting-edge inspection machines? Securing the border through these negotiations is a win for America. For everyone who is demanding tougher border control, this is the way to do it. If you're serious about the border crisis, pass a bipartisan bill and I will sign it. If we had a real media in this country, they would expose this man for the vile, contemptible, fraud that he is, the constant deceit and lies to the American people about what he's really up to, this is nothing. They want to pass this legislation so you actually think they're doing something. They're doing nothing. In fact, America, they don't even have to pass any legislation. Joe Biden, systematically, affirmatively, on day one, and every day thereafter, he signed over 90 90 executive orders eliminating the Trump executive orders, eliminating the wall, eliminating deportation, lying about the parole process, violating the law, violating the Constitution. He takes responsibility for nothing. I thought he was he was going to blame uh, MAGA for this two seconds ago.
Let's get into this. Barack Obama is a senator. You can kick it up. In December 2005. I want you to listen to this, America. Cut one, go. We all agree on the need to better secure the border and to punish employers who choose to hire illegal immigrants. Uh, you know, we are a generous and welcoming people here in the United States, but those who enter the country illegally to employ them disrespect the rule of law, uh, and they are showing disregard for those who are following the law. Uh, we simply cannot allow people to pour into the United States undetected, undocumented, unchecked, and circumventing the line of people who are waiting patiently, diligently, and lawfully uh, to become immigrants in this country. Wow. These people are disgusting. What chameleons. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to ask you a question. What is the purpose of the Wall Street Journal editorial page? Do you really need to have anybody at the editorial page? Why don't they just take the statements of Mitch McConnell and plaster them on that page? The Wall Street Journal editorial page is basically the Mitch McConnell editorial page. When they hated the Tea Party, he got support from that newspaper. When they hated Trump, they got support from that newspaper. One of their biggest columnists, Peggy Noonan, is a complete whack job. And I can go on and on and on. This is the paper. This is the, the editorial page decades ago. That demanded that Ronald Reagan support and Republicans support an amendment to the Constitution. Five words. We shall have open borders. They published it in their own editorial. Now what are they saying? These are backstabbers. They had an editorial the other day urging Nikki Haley to stay in the race. We need you, Nikki. It's very, very important. Why? Because McConnell says so. And a McConnell, who is weak, has negotiated a deal. And I'll tell you what's interesting. Anytime you object to this deal based on the talking points that have leaked out of it, they say you haven't read the bill. Well, neither have its supporters. Because Mitch McConnell, Chuck Schumer, and Joe Biden won't make it public. I would like to read it. I will read to the relevant parts to you on the air. But I can't. I don't have it. What's the secret? You know damn well the secret. This is your ruling class, incompetent elites, lording over you and trying to impose something on you. They went days and days, weeks and weeks of debates before we even had the damn thing. We have the talking points, which are horrific. But we don't have the document. Why? Do you realize most Republican senators haven't even seen this yet? But they have seen those points. We have seen some ankle. This is how they, ret- they treat their colleagues. And you and I are supposed to rally around this like the New York, excuse me, like the, Was- the Wall Street Journal. Rally around it. And you know, they're very worried, you see, because Joe Biden and the Democrats will accuse the Republicans of wanting an open border. And now, of course, they start attacking Trump. Let me tell you something that's amazing to me. 
I've been in and around politics since I was 13 years old. I've seen presidents come and go. I spent eight wonderful years in the Reagan administration. And two election cycles supporting President Reagan. We've talked about George H.W. Bush. We've talked about George W. Bush behind this microphone. We've talked about Romney and Dole and all these other candidates. Donald Trump is the first, first person, first, to make immigration the number one issue in our country. To demand that we secure the border. That we secure it for moral reasons. That we secure it for economic reasons. That we secure it for citizenship reasons. And that we secure it for national security reasons. He was right. They called him a racist. At MSNBC and CNN, they called him a racist. When he told the truth about the border and what was happening, they called him a racist. And now... Now that everything he said has come true, everything, and our country is being invaded, and 10 former top, top FBI executives who are now retired, but afraid to put out their names because of retribution, imagine that, have said, this is an invasion, this is an invasion by China, by Iran, by Venezuela, this is an invasion, by Russia, by other countries that hate us, as well, of course, as much of the third world, they are sending into our country young men by the hundreds of thousands who are capable of waging war within our borders. And because there have been 10 million illegal aliens who've come into our country in the last three years. Not because we don't have the immigration laws. Not because we don't have comprehensive immigration reform. Not because we didn't have the funds. Because Joe Biden purposely did it. The Democrats purposely did it. And now the damn Wall Street Journal editorial board is telling the Republicans in Congress, cut the deal. Cut the deal. According to the information that's been leaked, and of course they're commenting on it without having read it, unless it was given to them by McConnell and the staff, according to the information that's been leaked, they will allow 1.5 million illegal aliens into this country every single damn year, on top of all the other immigration. In other words, they will institutionalize, they will legalize illegal immigration. See that? We fixed it, America. How'd you do it? It's not illegal anymore. Got it? And of course, the assumption is once we allow 1.5 illegal aliens into this country every year, legalize them, that all of a sudden the border will be secure and there won't be any more coming. They lie to us decade after decade after decade. They are supposed to represent us. The Wall Street Journal editorial page has turned on the American people. It's a propaganda operation for Mitch McConnell. 
We'll soon know if the party really wants to solve the problem, they say. I'm not done. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. It is sickening to watch these Republicans and their mouthpieces in the media just fold like cheap tents. They really don't want to do anything. They want to give the appearance that they're doing something. Pseudo-legislation. Pseudo-legislation. And I'm not going to read this whole thing for you. This, this Wall Street Journal editorial is so internally conflicted, so unprincipled. It's just awful. It's embarrassing. The way they twist and turn and bend over backwards. Why? Because McConnell wants them to. So the Wall Street Journal editorial page supports an open border. They don't want a serious effort. It's not hard to secure that border was secure three years ago. Not perfect. Perfect enough. And they back Nikki Haley and they have Peggy Noonan. The Wall Street Journal editorial page is turning into the New York Times editorial page. I'll be right back. Mark Levin, America's mentor of conservatism. Call now at 877-381-3811. So the Wall Street Journal editorial page, Mitch McConnell and his fellow clowns and their ilk, they've already surrendered. And if you don't go along with them and you duke this out, they're telling you that it's your fault now that we're not securing the border. It's the fault of the Speaker of the House and the conservatives in the House. They're unhinged. It's the fault of these restrictionists. That's what they used to call me, the Wall Street Journal. The restrictionists. The nativists. The nationalists. No, we're called Americans, you fools. The Wall Street Journal doesn't believe in what the Founding Fathers said about immigration. Not in the least. They don't have a problem with 5,000 illegal aliens being waved through every single day. Not their problem. Not the problem of their supporters and big business. Cheap labor and all the rest. It's okay. It's these damn conservatives who keep getting in the way of progress. Whether it was 2010 in the Tea Party movement, and here we are on the precipice in 2010 of winning the Senate with more and more Mitch McConnell rhinos in the Senate. No, they lost on their own. No, 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 no. You don't understand. We had the greatest candidates in the world that were running. They got behind McCain when he wanted an open border. Remember that? And now they're lecturing. Take this deal. What deal? All we have are the talking points. Take it, take it, take it. Wave around the legislation. The way every loser waves around a document. Sick. Sick. 
editorial page. What a joke. They're going to get Biden reelected. They're going to be responsible for the open border that they've always wanted. They wanted it enshrined in the Constitution of the United States as a brand new amendment. Thou shall have open borders. Remember that, Mr. Producer? Google it, folks. It's right there. And now we're supposed to listen to them. They're on principled advice. Look, you better take this deal or it's going to turn on you. And that's going to demonstrate whether you really want a deal or not. Shut the hell up, you morons. You low IQ nerds. I know most of them and I know who most of them are. Like they've been on the border. It's happening on the border. Slavery. Their editorial should say, slavery. Big font. Capitalized. Exclamation mark. There's slavery on the border. Joe Biden. The Democrat Party. His buddies, McConnell and the rest. They're responsible for the unbelievable horrific dehumanization and slavery that's taking place on the southern border. But don't worry, we'll limit it to 5,000 illegal. Oh, okay, thank you. And now we're going to give we're going to give Biden extra power, emergency powers to say one day, turn it off, turn it on, turn it off. Does it even occur to anybody that the whole nation has turned on Biden? And there's the Wall Street Journal giving him cover. There's McConnell and the Republicans giving him cover. Has it occurred to anybody that Joe Biden will abuse that law like he has every other law? And so they're not going to do another damn thing on the border if they sign whatever the hell this is. But we know it's not good from the leaks that have come out. That much we know. No, Paul. May I call you Paul? Paul you and I used to be friends. I want nothing to do. Isn't it amazing? Judge Lambert, Paul Gigo, these people. When push comes to shove, they're cowards. Cowards. There is no excusing what's going on on the border. It's not a matter of new legislation. It's not a matter of a bipartisan deal. It's a matter of the SOB in the Oval Office doing his friggin' job. That's what matters. You can't legislate your way out of this. If you have a man who has no morals and no virtue and no principles in the Oval Office, he doesn't even follow the Constitution of the United States like he's going to follow some damn new bipartisan law. That is intended, in Washington speak, to give his ass cover. Look how he spun it in his statement today. He's the one leading the effort. He's the one that called for bipartisanship. He's the one who wants legislation. Just shut the hell up and do something about it, mumbler. We have a ruling class that is ruling against us. We have a ruling class that is incompetent. And the more incompetent they are, the more powerful they want to be. They're going to pass this law and fix it. Pass this law, they're going to fix it, America. Yay, yay. Well, what was wrong with the existing laws? Trump seemed to be able to handle those quite well. What happened to his executive orders? Wait in Mexico, deportation on the spot. But, uh, oh, that was so inhumane. You have no idea. We have slavery all over the southern border now. Because the Wall Street Journal does not want Donald Trump to get reelected president. We know this because they say it effectively.
Their darling Peggy Noonan says it. They preach that Nikki Haley should stay in the race. Nikki Haley, who never lifted a finger and never said much about, about the border ever, or about anything else for that matter. I want you to hear from Greg Abbott yesterday. Here's what he said on Fox. Cut to go. So it was the states that created the United States. And when the states voted to uh, create the United States and have a constitution uh, included in that agreement was the compact that the federal government would take care of the states. And Article four, Section four of the Constitution speaks to that and and says that uh, if the federal government does not take care of the states, the states are in danger. We can ask the federal government to live up to its obligation. Then the authors of the Constitution knew there would be times when the federal government would not live up to its duty. And so they empowered states in Article 1, Section 10, the right of self-defense. And what Texas is asserting is our Article 1, Section 10 right of self-defense because the president of the United States is not fulfilling his duty to enforce the laws passed by Congress that deny illegal entry into the United States. Plainly, beautifully put, Joe Biden has committed an impeachable offense. Joe Biden commits an impeachable offense every damn day that border's open. Every damn day that's border open. And he wants you to believe that the laws that are in place are not sufficient. He wants you to believe he needs some more money. 1,300 border Border Patrol agents on a 2,000-mile border. I want you to think about how many 1,300. You ever go to your kid's high school auditorium? That puts in about 1,300 people. Right, Mr. Producer? And they're not all working 24-7, so maybe you'll have three or 400 of them on the border. Wow! Now we're going to have a secure border, aren't we, America? He's so serious. Well, they better sign up for this bipartisan thing or they're going to get blamed. Well, with an editorial page like the Wall Street Journal, I get that. I guess they will. Then there's Ron DeSantis, America's governor. And I want you to know, 25 out of 26 Republican governors have signed a letter in support of Governor Abbott. Last time I checked, maybe he came around, the Republican reprobate governor of Vermont. The People's Republic of Vermont. Last time I checked... Has not. If he did, he's, he's pretty slow. Here's Ron DeSantis yesterday. Cut three, go. Biden is going after Texas, saying that they must remove fortifications from their border. They've put wire. They put things to keep people out. Uh, Biden's saying you got to take that down to let people come in illegally, which is just crazy. And I remark that if the Constitution was originally understood to mean that a state could not protect itself against an invasion, that the federal government could force a state to allow an invasion, the Constitution would have never been ratified in the first place. Texas would have never joined the Union when it did. Uh, And if you look at Federalist 46, which uh, uh, Daniel Horowitz pointed out, uh, James Madison talks about uh, situations where federal encroachment can be mitigated uh, 
by by state action. So you have Texas here uh, that's holding its ground. They have every right to fortify the border vis-a-vis -vis an invasion, and that's Article One, Section Ten of the Constitution. Uh, so so they're in the right. You also have a situation where liberal jurisdictions over many many years have been sanctuary jurisdictions against enforcing federal immigration law. So you'll have somebody who's a criminal alien. They will not be given uh, over to ICE and they will deliberately act to frustrate the laws on the books and somehow that's viewed as okay. You have Texas who's acting to enforce the laws on the books to ensure that they have a secure state and that we have a secure country. Uh, so so all of this is just nonsense what Biden's doing. Uh, Texas has every right to stand its ground. We've in Florida, we've been sending people to help uh, for, for many years now because we understand it's not just a Texas issue, it's ultimately an American issue. And if we don't have sovereignty in this country, uh, then we're not going to be a country anymore. So, so they have every right to hold their ground, uh, to stay, stay the course, and Florida will continue to be there uh, helping out every step of the way. Mm -hmm. Many aspects of the Constitution support what Texas is trying to do. There isn't any part of the Constitution that supports what, uh, what Biden is doing in the in the Senate. In pushing this, the Republicans in the Senate uh, also uh, are undermining the Constitution of the United States. I've said it over and over again, and I'll say it again. There's a clause in the Constitution. It's called the Take Care Clause. It's the Take Care Clause of the Constitution. And it's been upheld, of course, and it's been interpreted as a president has an obligation to take care of the laws that are passed and signed by former presidents must be, you know, executed, must be instituted. Now, Congress can't, you know, it amazes me. Donald Trump's going to destroy democracy. Donald Trump is obstruction, obstructing. Donald Trump's going to be a dictator. The hell do you think this is? They're destroying the country. Now it's bipartisan. Thank God for the House Republicans who are barely holding on. And the, and the Senate Republicans, what do they got? Democrats have one or two seat advantage on them. They have a filibuster power. There's things they can be doing with the budget and other things. They won't do it. They won't do it. What about it, John Cornyn? It's your state, for God's sakes. You sit there in a mumble mouth, positioning yourself because you know when Mitch McConnell steps out, you want to be the majority leader of the Senate. God forbid. What happened to the Everett Dirksons? And I even miss Bob Dole. These guys are so bad. This guy, Tom Tillis, he walks out in the hallway. I'm thinking to myself, you've got to be one of the dumbest human beings on the planet, let alone in the Senate. And where are all the rest of them? They're silent. They don't say a damn thing. But Susan Collins spoke out the other day, and everybody knows how important Susan Collins is, Collins is for Maine. And I love Maine. I love Maine and all its 1,400 people. I really do. I love Maine. It's beautiful. But for God's sake, she's there, and the media love her. What do you think? I'm not backing Trump. Yay! Let's go to Lizzie. What do you think? No, no, no. He's Hitler. Oh! Kingsinger. The guy with the, uh... Anyway, what do you think? I'm voting for Biden. Did you know Lizzie Cheney and Adam Kingsinger have announced they're voting for Biden? Why doesn't the 
Wall Street Journal editorial page. Just do an editorial right now. Endorse Biden. Peggy Noonan has done pretty much that anyway, as has her bizarre buddy, Drudge. The Drudge Report hates America. The Drudge Report hates America. We've lost a lot in this country. And a lot of people have lost their minds. Now we, we've got a lot more to say when we come back. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Folks, I'm serious about this. I want you to download the podcast so you can always find me. We're having uh, bizarro issues with one station in particular, so I just want you to be prepared, have it in your back pocket. You can find all my full podcast interviews and specials on YouTube. You can go to youtube.com at Mark Levin Show or search Mark Levin Show in YouTube. Now, also, you can go to marklevinshow.com. That's the mothership. Click on Audio Rewind at the top and pick your favorite podcast platform in order to get our podcast. Or go to your favorite podcast platform, Apple or Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and so forth and so on. And search Mark Levin Show and subscribe for free. Now, if you're like me, you're not a tech whiz, but maybe you have kids and grandkids or somebody else, have them set it up for you. But I want you to have that available to you. Because it's more important than ever. It truly is. And also, when you go on my social sites, particularly over at Twitter, at the top we have a link, right, Mr. Producer? And you click the link, and you go right to our uh, page with all the available podcast platforms right there. Everybody can do that, too. We have a very big podcast presence. I don't do new podcasts. It's the same as the radio program, but it is available to you to use when you want, as you wish. So I want to encourage everybody all over the country especially in New York, go ahead and download it. Download it. Where am I? Rich? Okay. What, are you eating a steak sandwich? He wishes. Me too. The idea that Donald Trump is to be blamed if this ridiculous, phony, so-called Washington, D.C. ruling class deal goes through where they want to lie to you and deceive you and pretend that they're actually doing something to secure the nation. How many more laws do they have to pass? They need to impeach Biden. He's the problem. He won't enforce the existing laws. We've got enough laws. They're coming out of our ass. Secure the damn border. Back up your men and women on the border. That's what it takes. Not a new law, and certainly not appeasement. I'll be right back. This segment of the podcast is exclusively sponsored by Pure Talk. Pure Talk offers great coverage and can save your family money on your wireless bill every single month. Go to puretalk.com to find the plan that's right for you. Thank you again for listening, and thank you so much for this sponsorship. Pure Talk. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. 
Welcome back, America. Mark Levin here on this Friday. We never take our foot off the gas pedal. Our number is 877-381-3811. 877-381-3811. You know, I have a very good memory. Not for little things, but for important things. How many times, ladies and gentlemen, how many times has Biden said, has Kamala Harris said, has Mayorkas said that the border is secure? How many times, Mr. Producer? hundred times? Maybe one of the good groups out there will put a montage together. Maybe the RNC will wake the hell up and do exactly that. Puts out a statement today to Biden. He's long said we need to secure the border. He needs emergency powers to secure the border. We need 1,300 more Border Patrol, which means 300 in any given time to secure a 2,000-mile border. And that's just the southern border. What about the northern border? And you're supposed to fall for all this bullcrap. They said over and over and over again, that the border is secure. That they have, quote, operational control over the border, unquote. They said it as recently as two weeks ago. Now, we've always said we need a long-term fix. We've always said we need the resources. We've always said that we want to secure the border. And Joe Biden pats himself on his head and he says, I'm leading the effort now to get a bipartisan piece of legislation. Oh, come on, America. Oh, I thought the border was secure. It's, it, it's like he goes to Valley Forge on January 5th to talk about January 6th. Praising, a, uh, excuse me, George Washington. Our pre- excuse me? You've been slamming and sleezing and character assassinating Washington and Jefferson and all the rest of them as slavers. Now, all of a sudden, he hides behind them. Aren't you sick of this guy? Meanwhile, you have to live with the reality of what he's done. And by the way, Mitch McConnell, and by the way, with the full support of the Wall Street Journal. And they're still at it today. It's the Republicans' fault, especially those damn conservatives. And MAGA, MAGA, conservatives, Trump, isn't it amazing how right all of us, especially Trump, have been on this issue from day one? He had to fight to put up that wall. He wanted to finish it. He had to fight who? Republicans and Democrats in Congress fight the media, fight the bureaucracy. They sued him. The left-wing front groups for foreigners brought suit after suit after suit. So he had to sue. He had to fight them, and he won one after another after another. I even have people coming on. You know, the real conservatives deal with. Don't hand me that crap. I know what the real conservative view is. So he finally gets it going. He gets it going. And what does Biden do? The day he's in office, he stops it. The steel is rotting in the desert. Rotting in the desert. There have been pictures of it. Not on CBS and NBC and ABC. Not on CNN. Not on MSNBC. Not in the pages of the New York Times and the Washington Post. No. On Fox and elsewhere. 
of piles of steel rusting. But if I only had enough money, let me repeat something I said. Let me underscore this. He had enough money to hire 87,000 new IRS agents, $80 billion. Do you know what we could have done with $80 billion on the border? No, we could have done with $20 billion on the border. And no, not to hire more bureaucrats dressed up as Border Patrol to process more and more people. Do you understand, at least from the leaks in this bill, they would have tried 5,000 illegal aliens coming across the border every single day? As if that's going to actually be the limit. Are we nuts? Folks, am I in Twilight Zone? Am I in Never Never? I don't understand. We have laws in the books. So they say, no, 5,000 illegal aliens shouldn't come across the border every day. Well, we'll pass a new law. We'll limit it, man. It'll be 5,000. And he's going to follow it? The Democrat Party is treacherous. It's evil. It's maniacal. It's not going to follow anything. He's violating the Constitution. He's violating existing, existing immigration laws. He defied Trump's executive orders. So just pass a new piece of legislation, and then we'll secure the... Are you crazy? And these boneheads in the Senate, the Republicans, are going to go along with this? And then they come out of their room, their smoke-filled room. Do they hand us the proposal? No. You've got Ted Cruz, you got Mike Lee, you got... You got the Senator Johnson, you got all these great papers. Can we see the document? No, you can't see it. You might leak it. Hi, a better idea. Release it to the American people. It's our damn country. This is having an effect on our damn neighborhoods. Give us the damn bill. Now, what kind of government is this? So they issue press releases. And everybody's debating the press releases. This is a country in serious decline, and the decline gets worse by the day. This is why people support Trump. The truth is that while editorial pages like the Wall Street Journal coddle these people, give voice to these people, believe in the do-nothing agenda, The American people have had enough. We don't need lectures from people in skyscrapers in New York. We don't need lectures from people in phony newsrooms in Washington. They're supposed to be listening to us from the inner cities in Chicago, in New York, and Los Angeles from the suburbs of Philadelphia, Detroit, and Houston. From the rural areas of North Dakota, Montana, and even upstate New York. Everybody agrees this has to stop. And so rather than a Senate with Republicans who stand up to this, they cower and they join in with Schumer who's caused the problem. Rather than impeach a president who violates the Constitution 
And you know damn well they're not catching every terrorist coming through here. You know damn well those 10 retired top, top senior FBI officials who feel they have to be anonymous. That's how, that's how totalitarian this has become. They said this is an invasion. This is an immigration. Now, we've said this too, but they say it from the perspective of their backgrounds. And they make the case there have to be terrorists coming in here. There have to be criminals. There have to be, you know, surrogates for drug lords coming in here. Why wouldn't there be? We don't know who they are. And they're all, you know, fighting age. 18 to 35, they're coming in over the border. If you're China, what are you doing? If you're Russia, what are you doing? If you're Iran, Qatar, if you're North Korea, if you're all these countries, now's the time. Make a run for it. The idiots in the Oval Office. That's what he's saying. It's incredible to me. Now, as for the news media, there have been some stories out there today that are very, very important. But I like the way Breitbart puts it. Hold on a second. Got to get my, you know, 1987, I guess 89, computer working. And John Nolte. BuzzFeed invites me to two failing left-wing sites are starting to sell off their parts, reports the Wall Street Journal. The title of this piece is, Left-Wing Media Collapse Marches On, Vice BuzzFeed Sell Off Their Parts. Yeah, they can go to hell. BuzzFeed is looking to sell its food sites. Tasty and first we feast, according to people familiar with the situation. Meanwhile, Fortress Investment Group, which took over Vice in bankruptcy last year, is in talks to sell its Refinery29 Women's Lifestyle Focus site. I didn't even know all this crap existed. Did you, Mr. Reducer? Now, the Wall Street Journal portrays these developments in much too narrow a way as, quote, yet another chapter in the demise of these digital media companies that raised money at sky-high valuations nearly a decade ago, only to struggle amid a volatile and uh, ad market and a decline in traffic. That's not the half of it. You take a good look around at the corporate media landscape online and elsewhere, the wheels are coming off all over the place. The corporate establishment leftist media are collapsing, and it is freaking glorious. CNN has fallen off a ratings cliff. The LA Times is losing about $40 million a year, cutting nearly a third of its staff over two recent layoffs. The Washington Post slashed staff and lost $100 million in 2023. BuzzFeed has laid off 50% of its staff and closed BuzzFeed News entirely. Vice Media filed for bankruptcy in 2023. Sports Illustrated, that went left, if you can believe it. Shut down. The Vogue, Vanity Fair, and Condé Nast layoffs are coming. Jezebel closed. Best of all, 2,681. 2,681, as Nolte so well says, liars lost their jobs in 2023 more than the previous two years combined. And get a load of this. BuzzFeed went public in 2021 with a valuation of $1.7 billion and lost 97% of its value in just a few years. Now BuzzFeed is selling its parts, starting with its food sites. Well, it's always very strange if you're a media group and you have food sites, don't you think, Mr. Producer? According to the report, Tasty and First We Feast had been a key component of BuzzFeed's efforts to generate 
revenue streams beyond advertising through merchandise. My take, says Nolte, BuzzFeed is so desperate for cash, it's forced to sell one of its few remaining popular verticals. Vice Media went, these are all left-wing sites. Vice Media went from being valued at 5.7 billion. I need to start one of these sites, Mr. Medici. Can you dress up as a liberal, Rich? Put a wig on, a dress, high heels. You know, just say you're transitioning. I, I think I'll put you out there. I think we'll raise three, four billion dollars. Vice Media went from being valued at 5.7 billion to being unable to pay its bills. Filing Chapter 11, no one wanting to purchase it. Now that garbage site is valued at just 350 million. And like BuzzFeed, it's selling off its parts. In this case, Refinery 29 which saw a decrease in revenue to $30 million last year from around $50 million in 2022, according to people familiar with the matter. A mere four years ago, Vice purchased Refinery 28. It goes on. It goes on. This is not the slow-motion collapse of an ideology and attitude. At long last, this young, ignorant, smarter-than-thou, know-it-all, effete, smug way of delivering news and lifestyle content has run its course. People are sick of the attitude, sick of being lied to, sick of being told how to live, how to speak, what to believe, and what does and does not make you virtuous. The left's rotting corpse institutions, including the media, Hollywood, and academia, are all facing an overdue reckoning. Take notice, because they are joyous times. He's right. And you know what, Mr. Producer? In that vein, I am not going to mention Mediate again. I think by my mentioning them, I'm helping them. Screw them. Let them die. And if the Wall Street Journal editorial page isn't cleaned up soon with new, smart, intelligent people who actually understand what's going on in the country, I fear for it. I really do. I want it to survive. I want it to be a good editorial page, but it's just putting out uh, Washington, D.C., rhino-esque Mitch McConnell propaganda. That's all. And trying to chop Trump off at the knees. Do they not realize that the vast majority of the people they write their editorial for, editorials for support Trump and oppose Nikki Haley? It's not like there's such a great righteous outfit that we don't care, we stand on principle. You're not standing on principle. This editorial today was a joke. It was not only barely literate, barely literate, with utter internal you know, flaws, contradictions. But it was preposterous. Preposterous. Some fights are worth having, ladies and gentlemen. Political fights. Too many of these institutions are long in the tooth and they've lost their, their reason for existence. We don't need editorial pages that tell us what the ruling class Republicans in Washington want. We already know that. They issue their own press releases. You don't need to dress them up, put a new headline on them, throw them in the page of a newspaper, and tell us what a fantastic editorial it is. It's not. It's the closest thing to plagiarism that exists. If you want to be pom-pom boys for Mitch McConnell, then come out of the closet and say so. Stop playing games. Same with Nikki Haley. If that's your candidate, then go ahead and endorse her. Let's have a new headline, tell the truth, at least be honest about it, and say it. But the American people, 
whether we win or lose this election, whether we win or lose this election, the American people who love this country, who want a secure country, both on the borders and in our towns and cities, who want a government that's actually representative, not centralized, where failed politicians and bureaucrats dictate their lives from ceiling fans to cars and everything else. We want our schools back. We want our streets back. We want to be able to own whatever the hell kind of car that we can afford. We don't want any of this. I don't know if we're outnumbered or not. We're going to find out in this election. But if we lose, it's not because of us. It's in spite of us. Some things are worth fighting for. Liberty is one of them. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Does social engineering from leftist corporations make you feel like we're living in the twilight zone? Well, you're not alone. Pure Talk, my wireless company, knows the silent majority is fed up. And I urge all those Americans to stand with a company that champions your values. Those of you who always have your neighbors back, who pulled yourselves up by your bootstraps, who realize that a little bit of elbow grease can fix just about anything. Well, it's time to join your fellow patriots who fled their old wireless company for something better. Pure Talk. Pure Talk gives you phenomenal coverage on America's most dependable 5G network for half the price of the other guys. And with unlimited plans starting at just $20 a month, the average family saves almost $1,000 a year. And it's a veteran-owned company. Pure Talk is a company you can feel proud to do business with. Just go to puretalk.com slash Levin to join your fellow Americans and make the switch. That's puretalk.com slash Levin and save an additional 50% off your first month with Pure Talk. It is my testimony that the border is secure. We have a secure border in that that is a priority for any nation, including ours and our administration. We have taken unprecedented action over the past year and a half to secure our border. And we have a process in place to manage migrants at the border. We're working to make sure it's safe and orderly and humane. The border is closed. We agree that uh, the border is secure. We're executing a comprehensive strategy to secure our borders. One of our highest priorities is to ensure that we have a secure border. And that is what we are doing. The border is secure. That's from eight months ago. The RNC, I got to tip my hat. Now let's update it. When we come back, there's a Democrat running for president that the Democrat Party's trying to destroy and their media. His name is Dean Phillips. He is quite a sort of left center, but not radical left kook. He says his party is delusional. And he's right. Does social engineering from leftist corporations make you feel like we're living in the twilight zone? Well, you're not alone. Pure Talk, my wireless company, knows the silent majority is fed up. And I urge all those Americans to stand with a company that champions your values. Those of you who always have your neighbors back, who pulled yourselves up by your bootstraps, who realize that a little bit of elbow grease can fix just about anything. Well, it's time to join your fellow patriots who fled their old wireless company for something better. Pure Talk. Pure Talk gives you phenomenal coverage on America's most dependable 5G network 
for half the price of the other guys. And with unlimited plans starting at just $20 a month, the average family saves almost $1,000 a year. And it's a veteran-owned company. Pure Talk is a company you can feel proud to do business with. Just go to puretalk.com slash Levin to join your fellow Americans and make the switch. That's puretalk.com slash Levin and save an additional 50% off your first month with Pure Talk. Mark Levin, the champion of liberty and true conservatism. Call Mark now, 877-381-3811. We've been compromising for 270 years. That's the name our country works. Let me try this another way. For our left-wing thugs out there. There's slavery going on on our southern border. Why won't you call it slavery? You'll call it sex slavery. You'll say, it's slavery. When people are forced to do things they don't want to do and labor for somebody else in horrendous conditions and circumstances, it's called slavery. Now you can actually use the word to modern times. Use the word and apply it to modern times. Do it. Do it, Joy. Do it. Do it, Al. Do it, Andrea. Do it, Jake. Do it, Mika. Do it. It's slavery. And we need to compromise on slavery, I suppose. Don't you see? 5,000 a day, which really means 10,000 a day. They're not going to stick to 5,000. How many more Houdini tricks do they have to do in front of us until we say no? Back to House Republicans. When I've criticized them, I've criticized them. Now I support them 100%. 100%. Just say no to Washington. Just say no to Biden and McConnell and Schumer. Just say no to the Wall Street Journal editorial page. They're destroying our country. Ronald Reagan. Bold colors or pale pastels? Time for bold colors, but my point is on slavery. They won't call it flat-out slavery, one word, because that requires certain things. Among other things, it requires no compromise. Abraham Lincoln didn't compromise over slavery. He was urged to, despite the unbelievable casualties He was urged. He was pressured. Compromise. Let them have their own damn country. He said, no. We're going to keep our country. And we're going to put an end to this this scourge of slavery. I wonder if the people today who want to compromise, bipartisan compromise, with those who have caused the conditions of inhumanity, slavery against women, Indentured servants in our own country who have to pay every day, send their money back to the cartels. That's called slavery. The little children being sold into pornography and also sex slavery. That's called slavery. It's slavery. And I'll keep saying it. No, I'll keep yelling it until other people do the damn same thing. There's no compromise on this. There was no compromise before. There should be no compromise today. The Democrat Party supported slavery. 
And they support it today. Just different people. The American people don't support this. They don't support slavery. And know they don't support what's taking place. And also, this is directly affecting them. It's, it's something we've really never seen before. We've never had a... Listen to me. We have never had... Liberals, follow the bouncing ball. We have never had a president who intentionally, affirmatively tries to destroy the sovereignty of his own country, his nation's culture, the nation's citizenry, destroy our cities, destroy our towns from sea to shining sea, and he does it in a self-righteous in a self-righteous way. And now he's blaming everybody else. But that is what he does. He's blaming everybody else. And so are his media hacks. Which is why they're going out of business. Which is why CNN has no ratings. Which is why MSNBC has to rely on a billionaire company, Comcast. Which is why the Washington Post has to rely on one of the richest men in the world. Where it can't survive. Can't survive. I'm part of a little group called Blaze Media combination of blaze and conservative review tv we joined our forces we joined our our personnel we joined our resources and this is who we are we rely on you the other media networks and so they can't rely on you they gotta have sugar daddies and sugar mommies But it doesn't matter. Jake Tapper has no ratings. He's not a newsman. He goes on TV and he looks sickly. Sickly. He looks like a guy that has a gastro problem. Every damn night. Every damn night. Joy Reid. Long history of anti-Semitism. Homophobia. Bigotry. Racism. Tried to cover it up. Well, those were resume enhancers over there at MSNBC, so they give her a primetime slot at 7 p.m. every day. So you can hear her racism and bigotry and anti-Semitism, her anti-Americanism every day. And you know what she says? Efforts to secure the border, evidence of white racism. She is somebody who desperately needs mental attention. Mental attention. By the way, what has she done to herself there, mister? What's that all about? That, that's a whole other story for some psychologist to work out. So I want you to listen to Dean Phillips. I'm not a Dean Phillips fan, although I'm thinking about bringing him on. They've exiled Robert Kennedy Jr., the son of Robert Kennedy, who was assassinated, who was a leader in the Democrat Party, a leader in the, not the progressive radical movement, in the liberal movement. They have banned his son from the party, effectively. And Biden won't give him Secret Service protection. Now think about that. His father was assassinated. That's what a skunk, what a rat think that man is. And you don't hear any hue and cry from their media. No, you need to protect him. Something get it. No, not at all. 
Dean Phillips. He's a self-made millionaire. He's out of Minnesota. By today's standards, he's considered a left-of-center Democrat. He's not a Marxist like AOC, Talib, and the other pukes. No! He's your typical old-style liberal. That's pretty much what he is. But he's a man who's self-made, which most Democrats in Washington are not self-made. They are... They are leeches on the body politic. This guy's not. He came into office as a self-made man. So he goes to a Trump rally. He's talking to people. He says, these people are nothing like they're portrayed. Nothing. They're, not, he's, they're nothing like they're portrayed. On the constipated news network. On MSLSD. In the Washington Compost, and the New York Slimes, and all the rest of the lousy, fake, lying media that has destroyed free speech in this country, that has destroyed freedom of the press in this country. And so now they hate him more. It's much like Fetterman. Fetterman's now lucid. And I'm glad he is. I'm glad he He says, what's with the open border? Why are we defending that? Oh, you're turning on us, John. You're turning on us. We, we supported you, John, and now you support securing the border. What? So I have to support an open border that's destroying the state of Pennsylvania? That's my state. That's okay. Here's Dean Phillips on the Constipated News Network this week. Cut 14, go. Now I got to tell you guys, I went to a Donald Trump rally a couple nights ago. Never been to one. Uh, I had an event across the street. I saw the line of people waiting in the cold for hours. And I thought, what the heck? You know, I'm going to be a leader who actually invites people, doesn't condemn them. Met probably 50 Trump people waiting in line. Every single one of them, thoughtful, hospitable, friendly. All of them so frustrated that they feel nobody's listening to them but Donald Trump. A diverse crowd, people who had never been to a Trump event before. My party is completely delusional right now. And somebody had to wake us up. And if that's my job, so be it. And he will be ignored. And by the way, a relative handful of real reporters, not for any of the major radical left-wing propaganda platforms that I've mentioned, but real reporters who are liberal Democrats said the same thing in 2016. We're missing this. These people aren't who you say they are. These people aren't who you say are like like Donnie Douche over there on MSNBC. That's his name, Donnie Douche. I didn't make it up. Donnie Douche, yeah, that's the Sephardic way of pronouncing his name, right, Mr. Producer? He says Donald Trump's going to destroy democracy. Let me ask you something. If Donald Trump is going to destroy democracy, would you support him? No, there's no way in hell. With tens of millions of us. So, so they want... They're small, small group of do-nothings who've never contributed a damn thing to this country who are takers. They're basically rich welfare recipients on the public dole. They want you to believe what's not true. And they want you to believe, you people, who support the Constitution, the Declaration, who support separation of powers, who want true and honest, just law enforcement, you people, most of whom, support the state of Israel. 
while the rest of them support Hamas. They want people to believe that you're like the slavers of the past, that you're the Kristallnacht marchers, that that's you. Dean Phillips says, uh, hello. These are red-blooded Americans. They're not any of that. And I remind you, this is the party and the media. They called Goldwater Hitler. They called Nixon Hitler. They called Ronald Reagan Hitler. George W. Bush Hitler, although he doesn't remember it. Now he's in love with them and them with him because he's a useful one of mine. And of course, Trump Hitler and all their followers are mentally ill. You know, they're Third Reich supporters. This is a very, very evil generation of Democrats and media types who really are self-hating and hate this country. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Does social engineering from leftist corporations make you feel like we're living in the twilight zone? Well, you're not alone. Pure Talk, my wireless company, knows the silent majority is fed up. And I urge all those Americans to stand with a company that champions your values. Those of you who always have your neighbors back, who pulled yourselves up by your bootstraps, who realize that a little bit of elbow grease can fix just about anything. Well, it's time to join your fellow patriots who fled their old wireless company for something better. Pure Talk. Pure Talk gives you phenomenal coverage on America's most dependable 5G network for half the price of the other guys. And with unlimited plans starting at just $20 a month, the average family saves almost $1,000 a year. And it's a veteran-owned company. Pure Talk is a company you can feel proud to do business with. Just go to puretalk.com slash Levin to join your fellow Americans and make the switch. That's puretalk.com slash Levin and save an additional 50% off your first month with Pure Talk. If you're at home or at the office, during this break, I'd like you to do two things, if you don't mind. I'd love you to do two things, if you don't mind. Number one, Download the app to my podcast. Download. You're going to see that it's, depending on where you are, if you're not in radio range somewhere, you're not getting a good signal. If some owner or general manager preempts us, you will be able to hear the show. It's a very hugely growing area. And we have an extraordinary number of beautiful, wonderful affiliates. I'd say 99%. But you need it in your back pocket. Number two, our two shows this weekend are absolutely essential. They are killers. They are important. So if Sunday you feel you're going to be watching one of the football games, I'm not hiding the fact they're there. I'm not stupid. Please record the program on your DVR or any other way. I don't want you to miss it. You're going to learn a ton. I've done a lot of research for these shows. For instance, we have more abortions today. Mr. Producer, after the Dobbs decision than before the Dobbs decision. Did you know that? More abortions today since the Dobbs decision than before the Dobbs decision. Now, if you hear any backbencher mumble that, 
You know where they got it, and I'm going to give you the source. It's, it's definitive. Number two, virtually every single one of the attacks on Donald Trump by Nikki Haley, the Wall Street Journal, as well as the Democrats about the moderates and the voters, exactly the same thing they said against Ronald Reagan, and I'm going to quote them. So you need to watch this show. Hopefully live, but if not, hopefully record. Powerful third hour. I'll be right back. In today's digital age, where cyber threats loom larger than ever, safeguarding your personal information is paramount. So why is Congress considering a law that could put your credit card data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? This Durbin Marshall credit card bill could jeopardize your financial data, make it more susceptible to cyber intrusions. It's a controversial bill that proposes a shift in billions of dollars worth of consumer transactions to payment networks that lack the robust security measures consumers rely on. Who could possibly want that? Well, the answer, woke corporate megastores seeking to inflate their multi-billion dollar profit margins. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill will undermine our safe and convenient payment systems and endanger your data security. It's time to take a stand. Visit electronicpaymentscoalition.org. Make your voice heard. Tell your senators to oppose the radical Durbin Marshall credit card bill paid for by the Electronic Payments Coalition. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811. Three eight one one. Well, let's see here, Mr. Producer. You have just sent something to me, so let me hold on, folks. I got to pick this up. Hold on. Now. Oh my goodness. Hold on. Hell. Hell. All right. Now, I want to tell you something that I think is going to shock you. I mean, there's a lot that's been out there, and there's a lot that shocks. But I saw this on Right Scoop. And Right Scoop is citing Axios, and they're citing a reporter at Axios who is terminally anti Netanyahu. And yet, he's written something that for once is worth bringing to your attention. He, he and uh, Thomas Friedman are sort of the. Uh, the, uh, I would say, not repositories, I'd say like more depositories uh, for the Trump haters and the Netanyahu haters, which makes this actually more remarkable. As our friend Brian at Right Scoop writes, it appears that, they're ready for this? It appears that Joe Biden really doesn't care if Israel exterminates Hamas as long as he gets reelected. Something we've been saying. Oxios, which is a left-wing site, by the way, reported today that Biden pressured Netanyahu last week to scale down the war in Gaza because he's worried about losing too many young voters in the election. Now, before I get into what Axios writes here, I want you to understand and set this up properly, and I think you do. Let me 
put it differently. Biden doesn't care how many Israeli Jews die. He doesn't care how many IDF soldiers die. He doesn't care if Israel wins this war or not, even though he goes through the motions and gives the lip service as he goes behind the scenes and stabs them in the back repeatedly. It's all about Biden and his election, and I've always told you this is how the man believes and lives and conducts himself. So what did they write? President Biden last week pressed Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu to scale down the Israeli military operation in Gaza, stressing he is not in it for a year of war to U.S. officials told Axios. I'm reading it broken English as best I can read it. Biden's comments during the two leaders call last Friday reflect the growing U.S. concern about the continuation of the war. And he writes the president's desire to see it end long before the November elections. Now, that's what they're concerned about. Does Biden give a damn really about our border and the slavery that's taking place and the fentanyl coming into the country? Does he act like a man who has been? Wouldn't you act differently if you were all concerned about slavery and fentanyl and all that? Yes, you would. He's not concerned about it. Guy's off on vacation 40% of the time. He didn't give a crap. Again, Biden's comments during the two leaders' call last Friday, and this is information given to this guy from American officials, reflect the growing U.S. concern about the continuation of the war and the president's desire to see it end long before the November elections. A Biden advisor told Axios the White House is very concerned about losing young voters many of whom are opposed to the president's policy on the Gaza war. See, it's always about Biden. I wrote about this in the Democrat Party Hates America. How many of you read that book? How many of you have the book? It's like chapter and verse. It's the Bible on the Democrat Party and and what they do. And you ought to see what's in there. It's very prescient. It's not because I'm prescient. It's because I'm rational and logical. A source close to the White House said Biden can't have the war and the growing death toll continue dominating the news cycle as the elections get closer. The White House and the Israeli Prime Minister's office declined to comment. At least a third of Biden's 40-minute call with Netanyahu on January 19 focused on the Israeli timetable for moving to a low-intensity operation across the Gaza Strip and Israel's war strategy as a whole. One U.S. official said, what is a low-intensity operation? What is a low-intensity operation? How many more Israeli soldiers need to be killed at one time in a building when it collapses because they didn't blow it off the face of the earth in the first place? And by the way, nobody was in there. They went into that building because they were concerned there were Anyway, it was, it was egress or ingress for a tunnel. So they go in there, and the uh, Hamas Nazi monsters blow it up, and it collapses on 21 of them, and they die. And I'm sure Joe Biden has expressed his deepest concern to the Israeli prime minister about the deaths, as he did to the parents, the American parents of soldiers, when he surrendered to Afghanistan. Netanyahu a day earlier had said the war would continue for many more months. Speaking to the Israeli leader about the comment, Biden urged Netanyahu to move faster to low-intensity operate. 
move faster to low intensity. Now, think about that, Mr. Producer, as a military strategy. Move faster to a lower intensity operation. Wouldn't you move faster to destroy the enemy, not to a lower intensity operation? Biden wants Israel to surrender. He will not use that word like he didn't use it in Afghanistan. He wants Israel to surrender. He wants Israel to allow the Gazans to remain, which means they will vote in Hamas. He wants Israel to self-destruct and to voluntarily, as a result of the friendly, moderate, peaceful Palestinians who want to live side by side in peace and harmony, who have a right to their own country, for God's sakes, doesn't everybody, particularly terrorists, to surrender, Judea and Samaria. He doesn't care about Netanyahu's survival. He doesn't care about the survival of the government in Israel, the elected government there. He doesn't even care about the survival of the people if Israel were to actually do what Biden wants them to do. But it's Biden's re-election that matters, America. So let me give this some perspective. That's why Biden has directed his Department of Justice. Remember those leaks to the New York Times? He's directed his Department of Justice to prosecute Trump. And so they did. The DA in Atlanta, there's information that passed, as Julie Kelly told us, between the DA and her office and the White House. Why would you need to pass information to the White House? It's a local case. Biden doesn't have anything to do with it because they're coordinating. Imagine what's really going on behind the scenes that our media don't care to tell us. So it's take out Trump. Doesn't matter if you destroy the Constitution. While you're destroying the Constitution, accuse Trump and his supporters of destroying the Constitution. Leave the border wide open because you're radical leftists in the administration and their ideology on CRT and all the rest about white supremacy. This is the way we break the back of that. And I keep my my base together. Notice the Republicans hate their base. Notice the Republican mouthpieces like the Wall Street Journal editorial board hate the base. No, you notice that? But not the Democrats and their media, boy. They genuflect to the base. And their base is nuts. This is sick. You're the leader of a country. Your back's against the wall. You're surrounded. The most horrendous type of things have happened to your people. You're accused of genocide. You're attacked repeatedly by the United Nations. You're being lectured publicly and behind the scenes by Biden and Blinken that you must surrender, that you must allow the Palestinians to run Gaza Strip, that you must, you must surrender your nation effectively and your ability to Defend yourselves to the very people who want to wipe you off the face of the earth. And by the way, again, on this weekend's programming on Life, Liberty, and Levin, you're going to hear a top Hamas official, what he said with English, you know, bylines or whatever you call it, translation. I'm telling you, I'm very excited about this weekend, even more than most, Saturday and Sunday, 8 p.m. Biden asked Netanyahu several times for his plan and strategy in Gaza and said he doesn't understand the end state the Israeli leader is envisioning for the enclave, U.S. officials said. 
Netanyahu told Biden that the transition of low-intensity fighting took place in northern Gaza and will happen in the south, but Israel needs more time than it originally thought, the officials said. Netanyahu also said that Hamas would return if the Israeli defense forces left Gaza now. He doesn't care. Mine doesn't care. Can I ask you something? When you have the level in the streets of Jew hatred taking place and on our college campuses, isn't that worthy of a national speech? When he thought a man murdered several Asian women, I believe it was in Georgia, he and Dr. Jill ran down there to exploit it, and it turns out the guy was a nut, had nothing to do with the ethnicity of the people he murdered. He murdered human beings. Biden tried to exploit it. Biden tries and still does, as does Jake Tapper and the rest of the mouthpieces. Charlottesville, Virginia. I've played for you. I have read to you what Donald Trump said. They take it out of context. And they actually say he's supporting down there the Klan. The irony, of course, is Joe Biden's mentor, Robert Byrd, founded the Ku Klux Klan in West Virginia. They keep talking about Donald Trump's words. Well, Biden's words are horrendous when it comes to race. But what about Biden's actions in opposing integration? No, no, you don't understand, Mark. Our friend Brian at Right Scoop says, I know Israel depends on munitions and aid from the United States, and we should absolutely supply it. But can you be sure that Biden is using that as a, and you can be sure that he's using it as leverage behind the scenes to bend Netanyahu to his will, and I hope Netanyahu doesn't cave. I know Israel is trying to produce everything they need to win this war, and I hope they can do it, he says. And yet, there will be these self-haters in the media and elsewhere who will vote for Biden. like the leader of the Anti-Defamation League, a former special assistant to Obama who's taken that fantastic organization and now uses it to spend most of his time attacking conservatives. I'm not talking about anti-Semites who are in the Republican Party, and there's some. I'm talking about conservatives on issues having nothing to do with Jews. I think his name's Greenblatt. Another Obama radical hack. And unfortunately, he's now the head of the ADL. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. By the way, let's get some callers ready. It's been a pretty heavy show, and... I don't want to upset people going into the weekend. One of the things that's really appalling is watching how they're picking apart President Trump, civilly and criminally. You have a case in New York where President Trump is in front of Democrat judges and Democrat juries yet again. And uh, the first jury found him guilty, not of rape, which is what he was accused of, but some kind of uh, sex offense or something, and they have a very unique law in New York. That is, there's virtually no statute of limitations. Donald Trump said, I don't even know who this person is. And he said that over and over again. I remember when 
Alan Dershowitz came under attack, and that person attacking was so, you know, sure and definitive that he was the guy that she had sex with, and he he resisted it, he argued against it, he made it clear, he was very angry. And I said, this is a man who's innocent. I can tell. And then she said, oops, I'm, you know, I made a mistake. So Trump is sued for defamation on the advice of George Conway, who used to be Kellyanne Conway's husband, and, she, and he was very, in my view, publicly outrageous to, uh, to her. And then after that, he condemned it again, so she sued him again. And in this case, in this case, in federal court, with a Democrat Clinton-appointed judge, he's not permitted to provide any testimony on his innocence. judge said that's already been ruled on. So the issue here is not whether you're guilty, but how much you owe her if you're found to have defamed her again. And during the course of this trial, they weren't allowed to present any evidence of his innocence. During the course of this trial, the judge kept shutting up his attorneys. The judge kept cutting off Trump. Now, typically, when you have a defendant in a case, federal court or state court, you want to give them a lot of leeway. Because it can't hurt. What's the problem? What's the problem? But the judge didn't let him speak. He kept cutting him off. And in three hours, this Democrat jury in New York, three hours, after the case was given to them today, they awarded $11 million for damages to uh, Jean Carroll's reputation. I don't even know who she is. I don't think anybody does. $7.3 million for emotional harm. Emotional. And punitive damages of $65 million, which is... We're going to punish you. You know what? We don't like you, what you did, how you conducted yourself, and all the rest. So another $65 million, $83 million judgment. $83 million judgment. So that's tonight. Now, would you be able to function with all these things going on, swirling around you? In another court in New York? Thanks to a Democrat attorney general, you've got really a clown for a judge there, an elected state judge. He's on trial for fraud, even though he didn't commit fraud, even though nobody accused him of committing fraud from any of the banks, even though he's not even accused of single late payment. He's on trial for fraud in a statute which Fox looked at has never, ever been used against anybody because it's so preposterous. It's like in Washington, D.C. When's the last time they used the Ku Klux Klan statute against anybody? Well, they're using it against Trump. When's the last time they used the Espionage Act against a former president, former secretary of state, former cabinet? Never. And they blame it all on Trump. Trump causes this chaos, don't you know? He causes the chaos of being sued in New York, being sued in New York City. He's he's caused the chaos of being sued for January 6th under the Klan Act. He's caused... Excuse me? Nobody's buying this except legal analysts on TV and other... and other... whatever. I'll be right back. 
But then, the thunder on the right. Call in now, 877-381-3811. So remember, folks, I'm asking you to do two things for you and as a favor to me. I don't ask for much, do I, Mr. Bidus? But it's very, very important. Go ahead and set your DVR to record Life, Liberty, and Levin. It's 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Saturday, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Sunday. Obviously, you adjust it for your own time zone. I'm doing that because of what those programs say and do. Very, very important. Number two, it is crucial that you provide yourselves with your own platforms in effect to make sure you always have access to this program no matter what. Even if you go out of the country, even you go out of range of any station, particularly an AM station, whatever. And I want to tell you how to do that. Because with modern technology, you can listen to this show anytime you want, anywhere you want to. I want you to stick with our great affiliates, but I also want you to have this in your back pocket. It doesn't hurt. It's out there. People know it. But I want to encourage you, you patriots, to go ahead and download it. It's not hard. If you don't know how to download it after I explain it, your kids will, your grandkids will, your friends will. But it's worth doing. So let me start. Go to MarkLevinShow.com, M-A-R-K-L-E-V-I-N-Show.com. Click on the Audio Rewind at the top and pick your favorite podcast platform. If you've never done it before, just give it a shot. And we have this link right at the top of my social sites. But you can go there yourself, MarkLevinShow.com. Click on Audio Rewind at the top, pick your favorite podcast platform. There's an alternative, but it does the same thing. You can already go to your favorite podcast platform if you've already downloaded one of the platforms, Apple, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, etc. And just search The Mark Levin Show and subscribe for free. It's all free, of course. Now, let's talk about YouTube. Some of you may be aware of YouTube. Millions of people are. Give it a shot. We have special production that we provide on YouTube, so you'll never miss anything. You can now find my full podcast, interviews that I've conducted, and specials on YouTube. So we have our own YouTube channel. And they're right at Westwood One. I never talk about this enough. So I'm talking about it now, and I will more. You can find all my full podcasts, interviews, and specials on YouTube. So how do you do that? You go to YouTube.com at Mark Levin Show. It's that simple. YouTube.com Mark Levin Show, or you can go on YouTube and just search The Mark Levin Show. So we're on many platforms. We have great, in addition to our terrestrial radio, we have a great relationship with satellite radio. They're absolutely fantastic. You can go to live streaming. There's just a million ways to do it. So I just want you to be able to take advantage of it. It's new technology. Not really. It's new enough. It's new enough. You actually have people who are going full podcast. They do these other things and so forth. Or you'll have a Megyn Kelly situation. Or you'll have a uh, Joe Rogan situation or Tucker situation. I'm approached by people to do this all the time, these, these alternatives. 
But I'm here. I'm here for now. And I want to make sure you can hear me. And this program started in New York City. A Philadelphia boy started in New York City. And the people in New York, the firefighters, the police, emergency personnel, the blue-collar workers, the great surgeons and lawyers in and around New York. We hear from people all the time, bus drivers, people who work the subway, all walks of life. Just fantastic. What an honor. What a blessing. Right, Mr. Bidus? You were there with me. You were there with me. And 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern, every serious program director, every serious program executive, every serious radio owner understands that's the toughest real estate in radio. Why? Well, let me give you an example. I can give you L.A., I can give you Philip, but let me give you the example in New York. You've got the Mets and the Yankees. They're iconic. You've got ice hockey. You've got basketball. You have college basketball stations. There's not another time slot on radio that has more aggressive competition. Six to nine is also prime time on television. So it's not 10 to 12, 12 to 1, 1 to 2, 2 to 3, 3 to 4, 4 to 5, 5 to 6. No. The real battle, the real battle is 6 to 9. And I am honored that you in this audience listen to the show because it's appointment radio. Isn't it? Mis- I, I would say so. Rush used to say that's appointment radio, is it not? Rush used to always be amazed about the six to nine slot let's face it people have other things to do so it's but we've done it we're proud of it and uh, we'll continue to do this together let's take some calls of course i can't find my call list mr producer let's see here all right let me find it little help no i want is a nancy still there oh, i found it Nancy, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, on the Mark Levin app. We have an app. The Mark Levin app. Nancy's downloaded it. Smart move. Nancy, how are you? Good, Mark. It's an honor for me to speak to you. Well, you're very sweet. Um, Mark, Mark, I'm sure you know that at Davos, Lincoln issued uh, the administration's proclamation that -hmm. there must be a pathway to a two-state solution in the Middle East. Mm -hmm. But are you and the audience also aware that Kamala's husband, uh, Jonathan Greenblatt, the head of the ADL. No, that's not Kamala's husband. No, no, no. No, no. Kamala's husband and Jonathan Greenblatt Mm -hmm. and the wife of the president of Israel, all of these people who are socialists or leftists, they held a panel on anti-Semitism. And my question is this, who died and made those socialist elites the spokespeople for all Israeli, American, and worldwide Jews? A hundred percent, you're right. Why do I want to listen to an Obama 
sycophant who heads the ADL when Obama was, is and was such an anti-Semite. And everybody knows I think it. I've only been saying it for, really, what is it now? It's a long time, because he is. And I come under a lot of attack, I did, when I said it, and I'll stick by it. Because he is what he is, and he's demonstrated that he is. And by the way, Nancy, may I ask you a question? Has Michelle Obama ever come out and condemned what happened on October 7th? I don't see it. Mark, Hello? the number of... Uh the number of famous, well-known women who claim to care about women have been silent about the brutal rape by savages of Israeli women and children. But they keep girls. talking her up. You know, if Biden's can't make it, it's Michelle. No, I don't think so. Nancy, I want to thank you for your call. I've really been debating with myself on whether to read something to you from Ynet News. Uh, It's so horrendous. As Israel prepares for hearings that will begin at the International Court in The Hague, because South Africa is accusing Israel of genocide. Can you believe that? 2,000 miles away, the National Center for Forensic Medicine in Tel Aviv, popularly known as the Abu Kabir, after the adjacent penitentiary, continues to document more hard evidence of Hamas's terrorists' murderous crimes when we come back i'll tell you a little bit about it we'll be right back mark lovin the institute's director 30 years of experience in forensics said it's pure evil i have not been prepared to do what i'm doing or see what i'm seeing said, I already witnessed every possible murder method, shooting, stabbing, strangulation, you name it, but this kind of abuse, I couldn't even imagine something like this. It's pure evil intended to obliterate every trace of a person's existence. Says, uh, one case as an example includes images of a young girl who was shot in the head at point-blank range and then beheaded. Another image reveals how terrorists set a person on fire after stabbing, shooting, and running them over with a vehicle. Another horrifying uh, scene that depicts a group of people with their hands tied with plastic zip ties, so they brought them with them, then shot while trying to shield their heads with their hands. If there were no zip ties within reach, they would tear the electric cables from appliances. Gunshot marks were visible in the exposed hands of the victims who were trying to cover their faces. And it goes on, you can read it, in Joe Biden's campaign, you see, he wants Israel to stop destroying this enemy, and then he wants them to give the Gaza Strip back to them. I mean, folks, seriously? Well, we will be manning the, uh, the news wires, we will be manning the usual all through the weekend. Please don't forget, Life, Liberty, and Levin, 8 p.m. Eastern, Saturday and Sunday. Please don't forget to download our podcast. We go to America every Friday in honor of you. Here we go.
begins. The week is over. The weekend begins now. Don't forget, if you can't watch live, by all means, DVR, record, Life, Liberty, and Levin, 8 p.m. Saturday, 8 p.m. Sunday. You're going to love these shows. Very important. Also, don't forget, download the podcast. All right, folks. We salute our armed forces, police officers, firefighters, emergency personnel. We salute our truckers and the freedom fighters all over the world. We salute the men and women of Israel, and we stand with you. And Ukraine as well. Good night, Spritey, Griffey, Pepsi, Zelda. Good night, Smokey and Gigi and Indy. Good night, little Barney. Good night, Patton. Good night, Rory and Marnie. We miss you. Good night, Dad. Good night, Mom. Good night, Leo. Good night, Joe. Good night, Teddy. Good night, Bernard. The lists are too damn long. Good night, America. Have a great weekend, and I'll see you tomorrow on Fox. 